0: Fios is not cable. We're wired differently, which means you can get the fastest Internet available with equal upload and download speeds from 50 to 500 megs. So you can upload 200 photos before your favorite song is finished. Click the ad and switch to Fios today to get our best offer ever. Bonsoir, mesdames, monsieur, and happy Monday to you and yours. It is Monday, August 18th, 2014, and you are now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of LivingGrind.com, broadcasting for you live from the sunny beaches of Southern California in connection with Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes Digital Podcast, and Naked Girls Radio. The song you just heard at the top of the hour is Oriental Sunset by Kendrid, and I'll be right back with you in one or two songs with um, some user, reader, listener uh, submissions of erotica from Sandra London fans, Living Grind fans, and Naked Girls Radio fans. So sit tight and relax. (laughs)
2: <laughs> what up, Tony? I'm going to light one up for your ass up at A.G. <laughs> light it up now. Light it up now. Light it up now. It's kinda blow. My mind is so. Blitz, roll six, still got nine to go, that's fifteen. Double XL's on fifth, the of whip green. It wax acts like whip cream. is one of maths like split screen, then i faded. Don't play, kid. Never mind what you say. Did I ask your opinion on the cash flow and spending offer. Marriage air day, from Long Beach to LA. Back to Pomona, kill the phone is a set, and we don't play five. My people stay tied. King of the THC, call me great white, skate, fight. Up to outer space, straight, light it up like Edison. Wants to try to puffer, couldn't find enough. My medicine is blazing amazing. amazing. Hey, Raising that indicator, raising the limiter, to break the perimeter that he's
0: On Deck by Roach, based out in Long Beach, and Prazer Romantica by Karina uh from Brazil. So I will begin tonight's uh, erotica live reading of uh, reader-listener submissions with um, Oh, My Tiny Dancer, uh, submitted by Sir Whitman Cummings, and it's called Oh, My Tiny Dancer. There we go. Oh, my tiny dancer, absorbed in the song, tonight, move only for me. And let your smile, let your eyes, when you lift your gaze to mine, taut thighs, belly, neck, as you arch and touch yourself, where I cannot yet reach. Your skin, honey, brown, honey sweet, glistens as you move. Faster, wilder, closer, yet bound, restrained, I breathe you in, feel your heat, yet you retreat from me, teasing, yet I know you'll return, relent, as one more veil drops, your gaze lowers, knowing, your smile, sweet, wicked, and offer me a breast eating yet enough as you stiffen pucker and now the smile is mine again out of my reach the final veil flutters and berries barrier no more honey brown honey sweet now sweet honey you offer me my head swims your scent transports my world contacts to you alone and I am sheathed in warmth as you move me in, in total control. Vigilant, you bring me to the edge, and slow, building your own heat. My eyes plead, yours dilate. So close, we linger at the precipice. I'm locked together, plunge, screaming into the molten lava of utter release. The music ended. Silence, a shuddering exhale. The room erupts in applause. The end, and that was Oh, My Tiny Dancer, uh, submitted by Sir Whitman Cummings, and I'll be right back with you.
3: i Baby, and Papa.
0: to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm Sandra London of LivingGrind.com. The song you just heard is called Rhythm of My Heart by E-Cube, and that was from freemusicarchive.org. And the next uh, erotic submission is from Sea Lover, and it's called Night Flight. Can I pull it up? There we go. All right. And this is a fantasy story. <laughs> All right, Night Flight. We didn't know each other when we got to our assigned seats. We never do. I smiled inwardly when I saw you coming down the aisle towards my row. I couldn't be that lucky. When it was clear that you were going to take the aisle seat in my row, I turned to my window seat to permit me to watch you in my peripheral vision. As you pushed your carry-on into the shelf rack, your shirt your shirt stretched up, revealing your belly button, stretched vertically by the exertion. And below that, a scrap of cloth at the corner from your song. Your unselfconscious display thrilled me, and I had an instant fantasy of leaning over and sticking my tongue into your deep belly button, flicking the core of it with my tongue tip while holding your ass cheeks to my face. Fat chance, I thought glumly, even as I felt my dick twitch. Still, it was a flight with the center seat in our row unoccupied. Not uncommon, pre-9-11. Sigh. The flight to London was long and dark. They always begin on the East Coast in the evening to get there at the crack of dawn. It means you have to eat fast. Then the lights go out, and almost everybody tries to sleep. It was chilly, as always, and the little blankets they give you are barely adequate. We had had chatted during dinner, and at my suggestion had a couple of those dinky little bottles of bad wine each. You whispered to me in an embarrassed tone that you were under 21, but I gallantly bought them for you. What are they going to do, throw me off the plane? You slid into the center seat and squeezed up against me as you whispered your gratitude and giggled as we toasted each other. I gallantly suggested that since I could lean against the window, if we pushed up the armrest, you were welcome to lean against me to keep warm. I said it cheerily so I could deny that I was making a serious pass if you reacted badly, which I just expected. We're total strangers on an airplane, after all. My surprise and delight, accepted. Your tone and attitude didn't reveal anything other than a practical recognition of a convenient accommodation. We laid the two blankets over us as a single continuous cover and settled in. Then it started. Your breath against my chest, combined with a soft flesh under my right arm, draped over your shoulder under the blanket, caused my deprived cock to begin to astir itself. I had to shift uncomfortably to relieve the pressure on my growing organ. At first, you seemed puzzled, even peeved, at the disturbance as I shifted. But then I felt your right hand graze gently, gently, over the stretched fabric at my crotch and under the blanket. You seemed to be testing a theory and apparently found what you were looking for. Without a word between us, eye contact, or any other acknowledgement, you started to slowly slide your fingers over the trace of my shaft, causing it to swell with blood. I was paralyzed. Is it possible that you don't know what you're doing? Could this be some kind of dream? I decided that I had to know, even if it meant a black eye or worse. Sorry, that's my dog. (laughs) I let my right hand creep slowly and deliberately down your shoulder, to the edge of the curve of your nicely fat right to pausing there for reaction i was delighted to feel you cut my balls and began to knead them gently all around us our traveling companions were snoozing away and lost in the thought to the big deal awaiting them on the morrow all i was thinking of was burying my tongue in your pussy and wondering how how it was that i could possibly achieve that here and now shirt. I trailed my fingers along your taut, stretched belly and was rewarded by a low moan. I reached your bra, passed over the top of the cup, and scooped inside for the meat of your breast. As I passed my hand gently over the mound of your delicious tit, I found the nipple and rolled the rubbery bottom between my thumb and forefinger like a marble in oil. You rewarded me with a whimper. No. This is the point where the narrative switches from history to fantasy. Read on. Then I felt my zipper going down, slowly and silently, my swollen cock sprang free, unseen under the blanket. My sigh of relief at that release evolved into a gasp of anticipation and an electric sensation as your head furtively ducked under the blanket. I held my breath until I thought I was going to burst, but for good reason help me maintain my composure when your tongue found the cap of my throbbing bone. I wish I could have watched your technique as you applied your lips and mouth to my cock. I've gotten a lot ahead all around the world, but I have never felt such sensations before. The fact that they were being experienced in an environment removed from all other sensory inputs just served to focus the experience all the more. At that moment, My whole universe was lost in the moment of the best suck off imaginable. I rummaged around for your belt and the snap of your pants clumsily as I was being consumed in a way that demanded all my energy and attention. I finally gave up, sat back and surrendered to the moment. Okay, hold on two seconds. Gotta get out. Out. Where are you? Oh gosh. Sorry. Where are we? It lasted forever, and the end, when it came, was so intense that I thought I would pass out, more so because of the need to stifle outward shows of release of the ecstasy I was receiving from your invisible mouth. Then you sat up as I lay back, panting in the warm afterglow of the superb orgasm. A trickle of my cum ran down the corner of your mouth, but was ignored. A trophy. I looked deep into your face for the first time, and you went to mine. We both knew what to do next and spontaneously moved toward each other in a full mouth kiss, which lasted a full 20 minutes as my cum, our saliva, and our shared unbridled lust all passed back and forth between us on the tips of our tongues and fingers as we explored each other. We pulled away and, dancing and through lidded eyes, hissed at me, It's time to go to the bathroom. I nodded and followed up the aisle without a word. The flight attendant was young and ignored us, then there, done that, as we slipped into the tight confines of the rear bathroom. The instant the door was closed, we were on each other like the jackals in heat that we were. At last, I surfaced those delicious mounds and drowned in the billowing pillows of your rack, chewing on one spigot while mass- massaging the other, leaving both as firm, maroon spikes, aching for more attention. Then, the main attraction down came the pants and thong i finally got to tongue your deep belly button as i had fantasized you twitched and whispered steaming crazy lust ideas demands and visions in my ear holding the back of my head into your tummy hole i stood you on the toilet seat then ran my nose up a slick shaved mound to take in your scent imprinting your control signature in my brain for years to come I would lay on my back in the dark, dick in hand, stroke myself to climax, revisiting this moment, this flight, tasting this pussy once more. Peeling back your belly lips, I flickered my tongue on the tip of your swollen clit, returning you to returning to you the electric sensations you had sucked out of you. You cried out, realized where you were, and stuck your wrist between your jaws to muffled, uncontrollable outcries. Your slit was sopping wet, and I buried my face in it, drinking deeply from the fountain of your belly. I felt your first orgasm and tasted your second as you shivered and the pussy cum flowed down your leg in a rivulet. You hopped down from the seat and pushed me onto it. Our eyes locked. Please, they said, each to the other. My pants went down in a flash, revealing a hard-pressed dick that was recovering its strength under these special conditions of encouragement, you straddled me like a rider mounts a horse, and my half-hard bones sank into your tunnel. In seconds, I was fully hard. As your belly gripped and encouraged me, you were fully wet and dilated. We joined like a cut and cock German engineers that designed to fit together a well oiled machine, both figuratively and literally. As you gleefully cantered across the Atlantic Ocean on my saddle horn, I suckled your tits, rolling them around my face, alternately licking, massaging, squeezing, chewing, and biting the triggered blood-red buds while you whispered the filthiest encouragement I've ever heard into my ear, while flicking your tongue into my ear canal. We reached the peak together. You could feel the cat swell and ground down on my crotch as if our pubic bones were millstones. Already past the gate of your cervix, I felt your cut flutter and dilate just as my cock splashed my feet against the back wall of your uterus. The scalding goo inflamed you further, and you pushed down onto me with all your weight and strength to prolong the moment. Deep in the sensation, the heat of your orgasm radiated into me, thrilling me, and I held you, kissed you, glorified in you. We hugged and cuddled as our heart rates returned to normal, and a boil bus of fluids flowed out of our crotches. Even though most of it ended up in my lap, I didn't care. This was my trophy. At the hotel tonight, I'll hold those pants to my nose and jerk off and remember of this night. Unless, of course, you decide to join me. The end. And that was Night Flights by Sea Lover. And you men are so dirty. <laughs> and I will be right back after um, this next song. I will play <laughs> Rock Down This Place by Hell in the Club. Oh, And the call-in number is 858-815-2333. 858-815-2333. And voila. That was uh, Roots and Leads by E-Cube, and just before that, you heard Rock Down This Place, Hell in the Club. And for the next story, I will do uh, Almost Twins by Jimmy D. Blanket, um, and he has a website called naked, naked, Um and this story was published on his website on Friday, May 20th, 2011. And almost twins, here we are. Claudette could have been my twin. We had the same raven black hair and brown doe eyes, the same full lips, perfect for a coquettish pout. And we had a tight butt. So nice, God made it twice. Our pussies looked exactly alike, but mine got wet quicker, especially when she touched it. Claudette was a little taller than me. My cheeks a bit fuller but we were able to mask our differences by using the same lipstick and makeup. Identical bangs. We even had the same wardrobe. Everyone called us the twins, and we delighted in convincing strangers we actually were twin sisters. Everyone believed. Even me. As kids, we were inseparable. Her family moved next door when I was four. We became immediate best friends. Like me, she was an only child, so the idea of adopting each other as sisters seemed inevitable. Over the years, we had spent so much time together, we could finish each other's sentences and shared so many private jokes, it sounded like we were speaking in our own special code. The first time we fucked started out as a goof. We were freshmen in college, and Marshall, my 1st real boyfriend, had become obsessed with sleeping with both of us at the same time. It wasn't that radical an idea. Marshall had a great body, and Claudette and I had often joked about doing a threesome. So on Marshall's 19th birthday, we all finished a bottle of tequila and got on his bed. Marshall had my sister, quote-unquote, and I get undressed. He said it would really turn him on watching us mess around. I kissed Claudette before, but we were always just practicing how to make out with boys. Those sessions were more clinical than erotic. And the few times we kissed while masturbating, we were each wrapped up in our own private fantasies. That evening with Marshall, however, for some unfathomable reason, Claudette kissed me for real, and my knees buckled. My pussy ached, and I could feel the wetness between my legs. Claudette knew immediately. It made her laugh. Marshall masturbated as he watched us explore our bodies. We fondled each other's breasts and nipples, squeezed each other's ass, kissed playfully and then passionately. I didn't know how far this would go. I knew I didn't want it to stop. Claudette must have read my mind. She grinned at me and put her finger in my pussy. I was ready to explode. A line had been crossed. I quivered uncontrollably. Until then, I never realized the world could be so perfect. The rest of my life suddenly seemed inconsequential. Her fingers inside me, my tongue inside her, these were the moments to live for. Claudette climbed on me, and we sucked each other's clit until we both came. That night, I realized I was in love with Claudette. When I closed my eyes, I saw only her eyes, which were almost my eyes. Her breasts, which were almost my breasts. I masturbated for hours pretending my hand was Claudette's hand. It was easy. They were practically identical. I yearned for our next encounter, but Claudette said we should wait for a special occasion. I swallowed my objection and pretended to agree. I thought I knew everything about Claudette, every private joke, every secret. But for the first time, I realized she could be cruel. I couldn't study or concentrate on my lectures, the professor's mouth moved, but it was just noise. Life seemed empty. Sucking Marshall became a chore. It seemed like my sister, my best friend, my one true love had been avoiding me. Finally, Claudette told me a frat house was willing to pay $800 if we put on a show for them. I was shocked. The idea had never even occurred to me. It would be humiliating, degrading naked in front of all those frat boys, my legs spread, my pussy wet and exposed, each boy sucking me with his eyes as they watched my twin sister, quote-unquote, tug me, tongue me. It seemed unbearable and inexcusable for her to even suggest it. These boys were in my classes. Ugh, I'd have to deal with their knowing looks for the next three years. Yet there's another chance to be with Claudette again, to feel our bodies pressed together, to taste her pussy, to once again, momentarily, feel alive. Is there even a choice? At the frat party, Claudette and I drank some 80-proof punch. Frat boys ogled us, anticipating the two of us naked and sucking. One boy even had an erection. The night before Claudette told me not to wear panties, I obeyed. As I finished my second glass plunge, she stood behind me and lifted my skirt, exposing my ass. She slipped her hand between my thighs. I moaned. Several boys watched. Claudette took my hand and led me to a mattress in the middle of a crowded room. Maybe it was the alcohol, but my pussy was already wet, thinking about my twin, my other me, but not me. Claudette pressed her tongue into my mouth. She raised my skirt again, exposing my ass, and spread my pussy lips for all the frat boys to see. They crowded around and cheered. Some took photos and filmed me with their cell phones. I tried to ignore the frat boys and focus only on Claudette. She removed my clothes to even louder cheers. Then she removed hers. We kissed, our identical naked bodies pressed against each other, Soon, her finger was inside me. I could barely stand. We lay down on the mattress, and Claudette went down on me. The boys went wild. Claudette got a mischievous grin and beckoned one of the frat boys over. She pulled out his cock and began to suck it until it was hard and throbbing. She motioned for me to join her. I resisted. I had never sucked a random guy's cock before. The idea seemed sleazy. Claudette made a game out of it. She'd suck and then present the penis to me as if sharing a lollipop or passing a microphone. Her doe eyes beseeched me to play along. She whispered into my ear, I love you. And at that moment, I thought she did. I put the boy's cock in my mouth. Claudette worked her hand between my legs and began to massage my pussy. I was on fire, and it made me suck harder. Claudette whispered in my ear that the boys agreed to pay $4,000 if we fucked in. I was horrified. I wanted to object, but Claudette was finger-fucking me. The pleasure was so intense, I couldn't think straight. I would do whatever she wanted, whatever she asked. Claudette mentioned to a frat boy. who was hard. She pulled out his pants and underwear and then got on her back with her legs spread. She motioned for the frat boy to enter her... The boy I was sucking ejaculated in my mouth. Without warning, I could feel the warm stream in my throat. I turned to my twin sister and saw a body identical to mine being sucked by some jock. Claudette gazed at me lovingly and motioned for me to lie down next to her. We held hands and I stared at her familiar but unfamiliar face. I tried not to pay attention. As the fat boy entered me, I only looked at my twin a face which would always be a mystery to me. Did Claudette love me that night? I don't know. She left the next day with the $4,000, and I didn't see her again for six years. When I did, her hair was dyed pink. She had several tattoos, the look of a life hard-lived. Claudette said she owed someone a lot of money, a man who would hurt her if she didn't pay Claudette asked if I'd dance some porn with her to work off the debt. We could be twins again. She forced a smile and joked it would be like old times. A lot had happened to me since that night at the frat house. I was engaged. I had a respectable job. For six years, I had done everything possible to forget Claudette. Then she knocked at my door, asking me to save her life, to taste her pussy again lick her nipples, feel her tongue in my ass, to so once again not feel alone. Was there even a choice? The end. I apologize for Kafka. Coffee! Pop. I don't know. He's possessed right now. <laughs> <gasps> Anyways, yes, that was Almost Done by Jimmy D. Plankett. Uh This website is naked, naked com. And here is your next song.
3: Yeah, real class. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Miami. Finally here. Now I'm back, back in the B, uh, yeah, hit me on this one, man, yeah. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, well, damn, Santa to understand me, what am I to tell, girl, tell her tickets to Miami, she could bring her home, girl, tell her don't even change your jimmies. I'ma dress her well, pearls and furs and purses, because I purse uh-huh. did a name for myself find and I it not curse it, did watch yeah. her get excited from what I purchased, did and give Kisses with the flavor, her she's And take it all back and tell her how you fell for it. Huh. You could have had it all, baby girl sure. But you took me for a game when I couldn't afford floor. Seats, and never gave me a shot when I was in Transcore. Jeez, my main concern was your concerns rather than your consorts. So I'm on tour, no. But when I go out, we'll show out. And you'll be asking for a new yeah. call. Huh. So cutie, if I bump until you want to show sure, puttin' on your something, like just let me rub it on more. Yeah, yeah, you should let me rub it on more. Yeah, just hand me the bottle, let me rub it on more. Cause I know what I'm worth and would like to see my pay in cash tonight. Uh, And she's past decent, but decent. I have to ask her twice, cause her accent's thick and her ass is nice. And I'm coming from rags to riches, but she prefers rags, sponges, brushes with bristles. Cause she keeps telling me she got a man, and I've seen a man, gosh, the geyser. Bruh, but what they fail to the notice is I ain't the same son. I made it this far. They have no idea what I came from or who I am. So who am I to blame them? Nah, though. I show them class, upgrade them. They don't got a way uniform, but I put them in cargo. Keep them on track, huh? Train them. So cute if I bump until you aren't sure. Putting yeah. on your sunblock, just let me rub it on more. Uh, yeah, you should let me rub it on more. Yeah, just hand me the bottle, let me rub it on more. Walking on shore with your shades on, trying to get your shade on, cause the sand, steaming on the floor. Girl, let me see your tan line, let me touch your tan line. What you think the line's for? And what you think this bottle in this hand of mine for? Huh? Or that motorboat by the dock, bring your girls and we could pop corks. We're watching the dolphins synchronize dive, yeah, two at a time, but we'll be tipsy and seeing doubles. So let me just say, uh, yeah, keep them coming and four at a time for us. Uh, I take care of you and yours. Take time to develop more trust. And dinner by candlelight and sunset. I'll be waiting by shoreline for uh, us. Like you enjoyed that much. Well, that's only the appetizer. Don't you know you a queen? Uh, And you deserve a munch like one for once. Yeah, the chef's whipping up more munch. And baby, be careful. That drink mix is sweeter than it seems. And it'll get you hooked (laughs) like a black guy, cause it got more punch.
0: Story submissions, and if anyone else would also like to uh, send your story in and have it read by me, Sandra London of Living Grind, then just send an email to Sandra at uh, to live and Grind in LA.com or info at dot or my Gmail. I'm Sandra London at Gmail.com, the letter I, the letter M, S A N D R A L O N D O N at Gmail.com, and voila. So otherwise, I wish you a very pleasant evening and sexy, sweet dreams.
2: Six, four. Three, four, three. Mm. Girl, let me start you off right by kissing on your neck until you wet, then I can roll my tongue.
0: Fios is not cable. We're wired differently, which means you can get the fastest internet available with equal upload and download speeds from 50 to 500 megs. So you can upload 200 photos before your favorite song is finished. Click the add and switch to Files today to get our best offer ever. Fios is not cable. We're wired differently, which means you can get the fastest internet available with equal upload and download speeds from 50 to 500 megs. So you can upload 200 photos before your favorite song is finished. Click the ad and switch to files today to get our best offer ever. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.